When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. My talk 1071com everything entertainment. Happy Wednesday. We like to start every show with three things we think you need to hear in order to be in the know today. We call it the 3 at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three, that's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Okay, so, uh, you know, it all started with the Amazon Echo Alexa. And then, you know, we started to get some of these other in-home devices that you would wake up by calling them by their name. And now there's the Google Home. And you'd say, Google, hey, Google. Well, apparently, a lot of people were getting these for Christmas. And this family got one for Christmas. And their Italian grandmother was uh, a guest in their home. And she was trying to use their Google Home. And it's adorable. They posted it to Facebook. It's totally gone viral. This is Italian granny trying to use the Google Home. Cuckoo. <laughs> what is raining today? Water. Yeah. Oh my God, answer. <laughs> it said yeah. yeah. You say yeah. Yeah, it's her. Oh my God. Is a woman? Yeah. I'm glad to meet what you. What is this thing? <laughs> Hello, Google. Hey, you're okay. That's something from Google. the docks. Yeah. You have to say, hey, Google, or okay. Hey, Google. Okay, Google. What's the weather? Yeah. What's the weather, ask? What the weather? He want to know what is the weather. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. In Flagler Beach tomorrow, there will be showers with a high of 65 and a low of 56. Oh, my God. How did Google know? Google. Isn't that adorable? What you're saying. Hey, Google. And she keeps going. I mean, this video is like, I watched it and just howled. It's literally, it's over a minute. It's like two minutes long. Two and a half minutes long. Goo goo. I don't understand why anybody, no offense, I love Google and I use them for a lot of things, but this is not one of them because I feel like what services are connected to Google Home versus like Alexa. Right. You know, you get the power of, I mean, maybe it's because I'm an Amazon uh, freak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That I don't, I would have a hard time using Google Home versus Alexa. But. Between Amazon and uh, Apple, that's where all of my everything lives. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it would be a tough sell to get into the Google. Hey, Google. Google. Let's move yeah, on to number, number two. two. Let's see what we've got. Two, two. Oh, look at this. Jeopardy. I lost on Jeopardy. Um, I don't know if you've heard this by now, but uh, somebody lost on Jeopardy, and it's because they, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe didn't quite understand uh, what Gangsta's Paradise really is. Shall mm-hmm. we have a listen? Or not? Hold on a second. I mean, I could reenact oh, please. it. please. With- no, 
sock puppets. Oh, stop it! <laughs> Song by Coolio from Dangerous Minds goes back in time to become a 1667 John Milton classic. Nick. What is Gangster's Paradise Lost? Yes. Our judges have reevaluated one of your responses a few mm. moments ago, Nick. You said gangsters instead of gangstas on that song by Coolio. So we take 3,200 away from you, so you are now in second place. Uh, we have taken away your money because you said gangster, and it is gangsta. By that song by Coolio. I mean, I, I, yeah. I have a hard time with this one. I don't know. How do you feel about it? I feel like... Really, you had to take this guy. I mean, and it wasn't a small thing in the sense that he was knocked from first place to second place because he said uh, Coolio's gangster's paradise lost. I, you know, I always am curious, like when they say the judges, I, in my mind's eye, I see three men in robes with wigs oh, sitting on the wow. side. That's not what I was thinking of. on the side of the of the set of Jeopardy being like, oh yes, uh do you think it was uh, he said gangster. Are we going to accept that? You know, it's so stuffy. Well, like who love, is the judge? Yeah, I would love to know what went into um you know that particular decision. Like yeah. how do they like do they pull up like, well in the past we have accepted gangster versus gangsta or in the past we have held someone accountable for gangsta versus gangster. <laughs> I would just like to know uh what the brain trust actually has to go through in order to make that decision. I just feel bad for I that poor also guy. would have totally said gangster is paradise. Just because really? I feel like in your head you're just trying to be very succinct and you know, I mean it wouldn't surprise me that you're, you know, going to say the word out loud. I'm trying to decide what I would do in that yeah. moment. Gang- gangsta's paradise. I'd say gangsta's. I think. Yeah. You know, good news. I'd win. All right. And here it is behind door number one. Oh. Another day, another creeper. Actually, no. This is a this is a good story. So, well, I don't know if it's a good story, but let's let's listen to this. This is you. We heard yesterday that um, Hoda Kotb will be taking over the role of Matt Lauer on today, and then after uh, the fact, we learned that Matt Lauer actually contacted Hoda. Let's listen to her tell a story. And he said, uh, "Congratulations," and some really nice words, and um, it meant the world. When I saw the text pop up, my heart just like, you know, it meant the world to see that. So that was and what you didn't hear at the beginning, although she did restate it, is that that was a text. He texted mm-hmm. her after uh, it was announced. And, um, it, you know, I get why she was felt like it was a very special, important thing because, you know, she has a, an actual relationship with right. Matt Lauer. But it also just sounds kind of weird, right? Because. The whole reason she has that job is because he was a disgusting human being. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I, I I, feel like there's, yeah, I feel like there's probably more to the story there. Like, I wonder, I wonder how much they're talking to Matt Lauer. I wonder, you know, how, how, how much he's been involved in discussions about what's going on there in his absence. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I, I would not assume. that they're, not that they're asking him just, yeah. you know, like if you left a job. And you were still in contact with people who worked there. You know, sometimes they just share things like, oh, you know, here's the scuttle on the street or whatever. Yeah. So I wonder if he had a heads up yeah, behind um, the scenes. about it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, beforehand. And also, can we just like, 
Can Hoda just have the dang job? Can we not have to talk about Matt Lauer anymore? Well, we do have to talk about Matt Lauer a little bit more. Um, and by the way, if you're just joining us, we're doing our 3 at 12.03. And we're talking about Hoda Kotb um, taking over for Matt Lauer. Um, I thought this was interesting, and we should talk about this, that um, she's going to be making quite a bit less than Matt was. Like a lot bit. Yeah, actually, I do want to talk about this because it makes me so angry. So she uh, she's still being paid around $18 million less than her disgraced male predecessor made. $18 million less. Yeah. On Monday, uh, as I said, she was named the co-anchor of uh, that franchise, making its first ever all-female fronted lineup. Apparently, according to NBC sources, she landed a $7 million a year deal. That's the same as Savannah Guthrie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lauer was getting $25 million a year until he was fired. Okay, here's the only thing I find to be good about this. That That she made the same as... She has parity with Savannah Guthrie. I think I'm actually more angry... Well, no, I'm angry that Hoda is making $18 million less. I think I'm more angry that Savannah sat by Matt Lauer's side and in, in, and basically did a similar job to his, and she made $18 million less. Yeah. What did... I, I'm looking right now. What was Matt Lauer's starting salary? 20, oh, starting? Starting salary. I, I when he first uh, started on today. Because I, I really am curious, like, how much... He, because they would give him a raise every year, you know, whenever he had a new contract. Um, and I would just be curious. Um, yeah, I, and I can't find out uh, very quickly. Seventeen million was yeah. his, and starting. I'm sure he was always making. You know, it, but it comes back to then you have to have the whole conversation about how are people compensated. And mm-hmm. what are the metrics? You know, is the metric simply that well, he was a man and she was a woman? Well, I assume that executives would make a different argument. But again, I, you know, I also don't live uh, and work in that particular world um, because it seems to me that TV is a very specific industry when it comes to compensating their hosts. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe we could talk to Elizabeth Reese about this. But, you know, I do think there's probably a legitimate argument to make that he was the driving force behind. And now I think we've learned a lot since. Right. So Mm -hmm. that has probably changed and will change the dynamic going forward because there really isn't a person like Matt Lauer. Like Matt Lauer was a very specific thing. Right. Like he was allowed his star was very bright. He was allowed to, you know, continue to shine and rise in stature. And that probably came with it, a level of, you know, remuneration that other stars, uh, other hosts couldn't expect to get. Mm -hmm. So, like, it seems like there's a rational, plausible argument. To be made. However, um, you know, now post Matt Lauer and post this disgrace, I think it's going to be a much harder, a much harder, much more difficult argument to make. Yeah. Unless there is a person who rises to that level, which I don't I can't think of a person that would. The, you know, the only thing that I start to wonder and, and I started to think about this a little bit uh, when the Ann Curry kind of kerfuffle happened and there was all that talk about how behind the scenes Matt Lauer was kind of pulling the strings about who was going to be the co-host and he was really effectively the person who kind of ruined Ann Curry's career there. Yep. Um, it, it made me wonder how much of that Matt Lauer kind of pedestal was built by Matt Lauer in the Today Show oh, yeah. and not really by the viewers. You know, certainly like he was good at the job. He did a good he did a good thing. We enjoyed watching him. Um, but was he really as hot and amazing as he and 
the Today Show and NBC made him out to be. Well, I think some of the air was taken out of that balloon when he left and they began to have some amazing ratings. Right. Now, the time, the time ultimately will tell. And presumably that's why Hoda Kotb is not making, you know, the same that Matt Lauer was making because she's an untested. I mean, he obviously brought ratings, right? right. So um, they could, they had a case to make now that he's gone. Um, they, I think whoever's in that chair has a harder case to make that they deserve more money than somebody else because, you know, uh, I mean, who's to say whether it's Savannah or Hoda that's, you know, driving the ratings. Right, right. Well, um, you know, we will continue to keep our eye on that. The, that big announcement that happened uh, this week that Hoda Kotb will be taking over that co-host position on the Today Show. More, I'm sure, will come out about that. When we come back, though, we've got the dirt. Holly Roberts is bringing us a dirt alert on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here with the Dirt Alert. Hello, Holly. Hello, Colleen. Hello, Bradley. Oh, hi. So there's baby news to talk about. Chip and Joanna Gaines are expecting their fifth child together. I know, Bradley, you are so excited to hear this No, I'm so glad that they have another child. Yes, this is going to be their fifth (laughs) child. Do you know how I knew this, actually? And lest you think that, you know, that this family's just decided to retire and take care of themselves. There was a giant, um, big, fat tweet from Target uh, thanking them and and building a big, fat nursery for that blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, look, it's a... Corporate synergy happening with the announcement of this Popping out a baby and making big bucks to Target. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, Chip and Joanna Gaines, the stars of the HGTV show Fixer Upper, that is going into its last season because Chip and Joanna Gaines said that they wanted to spend more time with their family. Yeah, and make more members of it. Yeah, well, you know, smartly for them, uh, they're going to be able to make a ton of money by not doing anything. Right. Because of their relationships like the one they have with Target. They won't have to be producing a you know show constantly with themselves. Mm -hmm. Their businesses will sort of, you know take care of themselves while they're off enjoying their family. Right. And like you said, Bradley, I mean, the addition of uh, a young life Mm. will give them yet another sort of um, arm to focus on with Target. Yes, of course, because, you know, the children's line is going to be coming sooner than later. And people eat it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yum, yum, yum. All right. Something that the kids are eating up today is the lineup for the Coachella Music Festival that was officially announced today. And the big headliners, Beyonce, she is headlining on Saturday. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Night of April 14th and the 21st. This music festival happens over two weekends in Southern California in April. The weekend is headlining on Friday night, and Eminem is headlining on Sunday night. The- Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say we all remember that last year uh, Beyonce couldn't do it or pulled out because of her pregnancy. That's right. Yeah. And so this is clearly, I mean, thank you for making good on that, Beyonce. Bounce. Bounce. And basically everybody who's anybody is performing at Coachella on one of the three days of the festival. Yay. Exciting. I mean, can I be honest? I would I would do things to go see Eminem. I do, I, I, like yes. Coachella? What? Yeah. Like I don't, what kind of things? I don't know. Um, no. I'm up for suggestions. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see him in concert. Can you just buy a ticket and go? I mean, I don't really... Okay, this is the thing. First of all, I just want to see Eminem live. I am not... Coachella kind of creeps me out a little bit. Like a big festival like that. Uh, just creeps kind you of, out a bit. Well, first of all, festival period. Mm-hmm. Gross. Because <laughs> people. Yep. And I stinky people I who've uh, been camping. Like, said like a true introvert. It's totally yeah, true. Like I want to do the festival where we're all on our couches watching online. Yeah. Where's why, that festival? Did they, I mean, did it's it called they? The Watch Along and we're doing it Sunday yes. evening yes. with the Golden Globes. Thank you. Well do done. It. Well played. Uh, you Thank can you. find that on Facebook. We uh, will be watching the Golden Globes. You can watch along with us. Plug, plug, plug. That's on Sunday. But... Didn't they, am I making this up? Didn't they stream Coachella last year? Yeah. Or parts of uh, it? Maybe. I think that they collaborated with YouTube. And you right. Could, it's either, it was either that or Lollapalooza, the other oh, music mm-hmm. festival in Chicago. Yes. So I'm not sure about Coachella, but, you know, anybody who's anybody is at Coachella. So yeah. you'll be able to see mm-hmm. lots of photos. I'm anybody, and I was not at Coachella. So I take issue with your... Oh, your conjecture. <laughs> I see. I see. Well, if you are interested in going to Coachella, tickets go on sale soon. You got to act fast because usually it's very difficult to get tickets because the website always gets clogged at the time of sale. Or you can just befriend a Kardashian and then you, you're in. I feel like Coachella's, well, the Jenners like to go mm-hmm. to Coachella. The Kardashians, not so much, but Kylie yes, you're right. Kendall. Kylie and Kendall, it's kind of their spot. Yeah. Although, I don't know, Kylie might be laying low this year. That's true. Well, spe- she's allegedly pregnant. Allegedly, supposedly. But we can't know. But we can't know. They won't tell us. Right. it's, you know, not for us to know. It's a secret. Yeah, we'll have to get the app to in order to find out, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, Kim and Kanye's new mansion has a new rule. Their Hidden Hills home in suburban Los Angeles has one big rule. No jewelry allowed. What? No jewelry allowed. What does that allowed. even mean? Like by guests or by them? Both. What? Why? Because they don't want to be the target of thieves. Oh. Think of Kyle Richards last week who had a million dollars worth of jewels stolen from her home, which is also in the okay. Valley of Los Angeles. Can I just say something? You know, we have a rudimentary security system in our home. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it was it's very basic. Um, it keeps people from stealing our stuff. And if what? somebody wanted to, they probably could anyway. But um, it security systems are not that complicated for the average person. How can like if you have billions of dollars, how can you not afford to have like a guy sitting at your gate 
with like your security system fired up. I mean, is that really that there hard? There still is a guard outside of their yeah. Hidden Hill home 24-7. Does he have cameras? I mean, we could Probably, install a I'm few. sure I'm that gonna... it's like uh, uh, the room, the sa- the movie. Uh, the panic me. room. Thank you, panic room. I'm sure. That, I'm sure that Kevin <laughs> Kanye, room. the room. <laughs> I'm sure that they have a panic room set up. I mean, even like I've dealt with some high end securities, and they designate a room in the house, a panic room. So mm-hmm. you go to that panic room, you light the security alarm, and then the security company will come and save the day. But they are keeping their jewelry off site. So yeah, weird. that's also being guarded 24 seven. You know, I gotta say, like at first blush, you hear that and you go, "God, that sounds really." dumb but when you think about it and i'm gonna recommend a movie to you guys it's a real movie it's based on real events called the bling ring oh it is kind of amazing to see how people can mastermind big heists like that like once but then like once you watch that movie you're like okay here's what they did wrong i'm just saying like you gotta outsmart the i feel like security professionals today are capable of keeping Kim and Kanye safe. We need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge, 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five questions, you could win a prize. Every day at 12.30 on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that is Bradley Trainer. Hi! And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second playing today, Colleen, and what are they playing for? We've got Robert on the line, and Robert, what is Robert playing for today, Halls? A MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. Yes! Robert, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. Here we go. Tina Fey got her start on what sketch comedy series? Saturday Night Live. What is the name of the Jetsons' dog? Astro. In The Wizard of Oz, the Scarecrow wishes he had what? Uh, courage. Nope. I'm sorry, heart. Nope. Brain. What is the name of Britney Spears' debut single from 1998? Uh, baby, do you want to hit me one more time? Yes! One, one more. more. Where? Who played Superman in the 1978 movie? Christopher Reeve. Yay! Oh my god, you did that. I don't have that on my... Yes, yes you, you do. do. No. I'm looking yes, at you, you do. do. <laughs> oh, all right, yeah. Robert! Congratulations, you won the thirty-second pop culture challenge. Hold the line, and Yay. I'll get you your prize. Congratulations, Robert! That's awesome. That was good. You yeah, know which sorry. one stu- would have stumped me? Astro, the dog. Oh, from the Jetsons. From the Jetsons. In my mind, I was thinking Rastro. Rosie. Rosie, of course, not the dog. Rosie is the maid. Uh, and that is our 30-second pop culture challenge. We play it every day at 12.30 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. That's the only time you can play it. 30 seconds, we give you five questions. If you get them all correct, you can win a prize just like Robert did. Uh, and congratulations to him. Now, um, every day we ask Holly to bring a couple stories to the table that come from a website that is called crazydaysandnights.net. It is full, chock full of blind items. Holly lays out the blind items for us, and we try to work through the clues to come up with the answer uh, to the blind item. Yes. We call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. 
All right, this first blind item has two people involved. Two people. One is an A-list model with an alliteration for a name. Mm. The other is an A-list singer. So, the A-list model with the alliteration for a name tried to extend the olive branch during a recent life event for the A-list singer. Shot down, no response, no nothing from the singer. Hey, the model gave it her best shot, so of course she's going to take a couple of digs at the singer. The singer holds a grudge longer than anyone ever. You now, what though? It was the singer's fault. She told the model to act a certain way, and when she did, the singer got testy. (gasps) Again, an A-list model with an alliteration for a name and an A-list singer. I think I have it. Who? Is the model Carly Kloss and is the singer Taylor Swift? Oh, that's good. Right? Yes. And I so, love this. Okay, so read it with the um, uh, uh, with, with the what we think. Yeah. So we fill in the blank mm-hmm. now. So Carly Kloss tried to extend the olive branch during a recent life event for Taylor Swift. Like a birthday, probably, or something like that. Or the release of an album. Yeah, something, something like, that. like mm-hmm. that. Shot down, no response, no nothing from Taylor. Hey. Carly Kloss gave it her best shot, so of course she's going to take a couple of digs at Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift holds a grudge longer than anyone ever. You now what, though? It was the singer's fault. She told Carly Kloss to act a certain way, and when Carly Kloss did, Taylor Swift got a little testy. That is so. How do we <clears throat> do? We have any idea of what these digs are? Uh, yes, Carly Kloss on Instagram. She recently put up a photograph using the hashtag swish swish. Aha. Oh, Katy Perry. Yes, Katy which Perry. Katy Perry wrote that song Swish Swish for about her feud with Taylor Swift. Correct. So it does kind of sound like Carly Kloss is tiptoeing over to the other team. That's if right. If you will. If you will. <gasps> that is really interesting. interesting. Why is was there animosity between them? Do we know? Not exactly, but here's the thing. If you're to believe some of the blind items that have been put up by crazydaysandnights.net, now, they've never actually attached names to these, but if you read through some of the blind items, which I have, you are to believe that perhaps Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift are a little more than BFF. Oh, yeah, lesbian lovers. That's not the first I've heard of that. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. interesting. I had not heard that one before. Interesting. Again, what did we learn from our friend Kat Perkins? In Hollywood, everyone smokes and nothing nothing is is real. real. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's entirely possible. That is fascinating. Okay, so obviously no love lost. Oh, yes. Okay, can I? I'm on Carly Kloss's Instagram right now. Mm -hmm. And um, on December 13th of 2017... She posted a picture of her in a car with Taylor Swift. Happy, happy birthday, Taylor Swift. So that may have been one of the life events that she was trying to celebrate with her. Yes, and was ignored. Yes. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. Oh, interesting. Now, a commenter on Instagram has noted that Carly Kloss is deleting photos with Taylor in them. Ooh. Mm Interesting. The drama. Nobody cares what they do. And all of the people that follow them, of course. I love it. All right. Shall we go on to the next blind item? Mm -hmm. 
Oh, you're welcome. All right, so this is a verified blind item. We have three people involved in this blind item. There is a B-plus list, mostly television actor, Mm -hmm. his B-plus list co-star, and another celebrity. Okay, so there's three. Another celebrity. Okay, random celebrity. Doesn't get any letter assignment. Doesn't get a letter assignment, but is associated with these people. All right, so a little secret has started to bubble to the surface. Back in the day, this B-plus list, mostly television actor, hooked up with his B-plus list co-star on their hit network show. Neither of them have discussed it in a long time because of the other co-star she is really close to now. He would freak out if he found out about it. Okay. I don't... Okay, I think that this probably has something to do with Kaylee Kukukuchukuoko. No. No, okay. it does not. Remember, okay, so three people. Mm-hmm. The B-list mostly television actor. Yes. His B-list co-star female. Mm-hmm. And their other co-star. Ah. So all of these people starred on a network show together. Together. Meh, back in the day. Maybe like fifth, like 15, 20 years ago. Oh, okay. Like 90210 style, like that kind of uh, genre? No. Sitcom. Sitcom. Ensemble sitcom. Friends. With, with young people in it. Uh, about a certain... Golden girls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so wrong on so many levels. Um, now, this B-plus list mostly television actor has been in the news recently for being a major creepazoid. He is associated with a cult called Scientology. Correct. Oh, oh, it's from that 70s show. Oh, yeah. Danny oh, Masterson. And it's probably um what's her face who's married to what's his face? Ashton Kutcher. Ding ding. Oh and my Mo- gosh, what's Mula her Kinas. name? Yes, thank you. Mula Kinas. Yeah, Mula Kinas, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Mila the Kunis. ugly sister of Mila Kunis? <gasps> Fascinating. Yes. I feel okay. like everybody hooked up with each other on that 70s of show. Of course. Okay, so I, let's fill in the blanks yep. using what we just Here learned. Here we go. A little secret has started to bubble to the surface. Back in the day, Danny Masterson hooked up with Mila Kunis on that 70s show. Neither of them have discussed it in a long time because uh, Ashton Kutcher is married to Mila Kunis and Ashton would freak out if he found out about it. Well, um, something mm. tells me he's going to know about it now. Uh-huh. Uh, mm. If it's a revealed blind item on crazydaysandnights.net, who, by the way, again, that's a legit person. He goes by the moniker Enti Lawyer, and he has been responsible for confirming all sorts of hot Hollywood gossip. And I would imagine, I would imagine that uh, it's very possible... Like, you've got to believe that celebrities pay attention to stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, and can Their I just vanity say would require it. I, I am, like, I am kind of angry that it took us this long to come across this website. Because this is a juicy, delicious website. Well, you oh, know, yeah. I, what I will say, though, is that, um, yes, like this particular website in this particular case. But I, I would argue that we started paying attention to this, and as did a lot of people, primarily because of all the craziness that went on in the fall right. with the sexual assault allegations. There were, um, you know, our interest in celebrities behind the scenes lives, I think, peaked with that particular, you know, spate of stories. And you can like hold you can say that's, you know, how horrible we are. But I feel like we just wouldn't have taken stuff like blind item websites because there's no shortage of blind item websites, right? right? There's gossip 
What's that one? That, Gossip cop. Yeah, that claims to know things and they don't because they lied and they lied about us because we broke a very big celebrity story involving Angelina Jolie and Brad mm-hmm. Pitt. Please don't forget mm-hmm. that. And they did not like that. And they said it was false, but it was really real. They're fake news. Um, <laughs> those <laughs> sites have been around a long time is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like there's something in the air in the last six to nine months where we've been like, Right. You know, super like into the mysteries of what's really going on behind well, the scenes in Hollywood. Especially because, yeah, we learned so much about how, the lengths that they went to to cover things up that now when we see something that is sort of alleged truth and we can kind of use our keys to figure out who it's about, it's interesting to and, us. And I will say, probably the other thing is we're talking about this blind item website called crazydaysandnights.net. And that's why Holly always does this segment at this particular moment here on the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This particular website was given a a uh, layer, a um, uh, a veneer of credibility in a way that no other blind item website has, because I think it was I don't know, was it the New York Times, Holly? Uh, a publication did a piece on NT Lawyer, this it was guy, the mm-hmm. Daily Beast. Was it really? The, OK, so the yeah. Daily Beast, still like a very credible news mm-hmm. outlet that raised his particular visibility. That basically said that, you know, he he was talking about these things long before this and these stories broke and do doing due diligence that the the journalists from the Daily Beast actually went and verified that he's a legitimate person, that he has actual connections in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. So it's not just that, you know, we've got somebody sitting, you know, like it's not like Perez Hilton, who I mean, he had some things here and there, but like this is a person who is well connected and. And it's been verified. It's not just some cockamamie yoo-hoo in their basement. It is fascinating. Now, one thing I would like to do uh, is find out what NT Lawyer, who runs CrazyDaysAndNights.net, would have to say about this next story. You guys, something is fishy with Carrie Underwood. And we've got to talk about it. There has been um, a photograph released of her. And uh, it indicates that the things that she says happened may not have happened. Mm. And we have to talk about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. And um, we got to we gotta pull together the Cobra gang. Whenever there's trouble, when there are the double, we're the Cobra, Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time, we're the Cobra, Cobra. gang. Cobra, that's right, Colleen so and Bradley, and the gang is when we get together and we try to figure out what's happening with this mystery. So, what's going on with uh, her face? Here is the timeline. Okay, so the timeline goes like this Carrie Underwood had a fall in November. She broke her wrist, and we learned that she had to go into surgery. Okay, okay she announced that right away. In uh, On Sunday, she posted something specifically to her fan club uh, online that said the following, among other things. Um, she said that 
I she said that she wanted her fans to know that she's quote not quite looking the same as a result of facial cuts and stitches required to close them from her accident in November. Okay. She writes, quote, I'm determined to make 2018 amazing, and I want to share things with you along the way. And when I am ready to get in front of a camera, I want you all to understand why I might look a bit different. Okay. She says in this uh, in this post that when she had her accident, when she fell and broke her wrist, she sustained lacerations to her face. She had to go into surgery, and she says, "quote I'll spare you the gruesome details, but when I came out of surgery the night of my fall, the doctor told Mike, that's her husband, that he had put between 50, forty and fifty stitches in." Wow. Okay. Okay. Forty to fifty Some stitches fall. in your face. That's going to leave a mark, right? You'd think. And you would you would think maybe that would explain why she wouldn't look the same. Okay, so that happened on Sunday. Then Carrie Underwood posted a... She, wait, what happened on Sunday? That post the, was, was put out to her fan club, oh, okay. just to her fan club. Okay. Then... Carrie, Carrie Underwood, uh, find, and, and nobody, she has not posted any pictures of her face since the accident happened. Okay. However, she did over the weekend post on Instagram a picture of herself with her scarf around her face so you could only see her eyes yeah. and her hat on with the sentiment when in five degree weather you wrap your Calia by Carrie scarf around your neck. Oh, okay, so plug. this is a sponsored post. And you keep warm and you look like an awesome winter snow ninja. Okay? She posted that, which kind of led people to to kind of speculate a little bit more about why she was covering her face. Okay. Well, yesterday, are you with me on the timeline? Yeah. Okay. Yesterday, a post was made, or uh, a person came forward and talked to Us Weekly. It is a, a star by the name of Adrian Gang. She's from the show Below Deck. That's that Bravo show oh, yeah. about the it's a fun show. Yeah, it's a really fun show. Well, she posted a picture of herself with Carrie Underwood from a time that they ran into each other in December, December twelfth to be exact. She saw her at the gym. They had just worked out. She asked if she could take a picture, and her face looks flawless. Meaning, Carrie Underwood's face looks perfectly normal. Yeah. Nothing different about it. Yeah. Nothing at all. Uh, Adrian says to Us Weekly, I didn't notice anything amiss on her face. She looked lovely. She was extremely friendly and gracious. I had no idea she got hurt prior to meeting her. She had a wrist brace on, but I didn't think much of it until I saw the headlines after I posted our picture together. Hmm. She looked great and seemed to be in great spirits. She looked lovely even after working out on the machine. Um, so what do you think is going on? Well, what do you Carrie think? Because I, I mean, I don't know. Like, wh- what's the implication that's, that there's some sort of medical well, issue? Well, or? yeah, but so why would you say, why would you tell your fans that when you get back in front of a camera, you're going to look different and say that it was because of a fall that happened in November? I think, what if maybe she had some sort of uh, facial surgery and she's trying to point it back to that accident that happened in November because she doesn't want to say that she had 
a facelift or something. Oh, interesting. Or reconstructive surgery. Maybe. Don't you think? Because at the end, because if you look at a picture, so that happened in November, and then but you if she see doesn't a look any her, different. How? What? But what I'm saying is, between December 12th or whatever, when she ran into this Adrian person at the gym, and now she may have had some sort of facial surgery, and that, and she's going to attribute it to that fall that happened back in November. Oh, so she doesn't so have to admit. You're saying she got surgery after yeah. December 15th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I or guess we're going like to find that. out when she reveals her face. Isn't that just the strangest? Like, I just think there's something very weird about the story. some sort of medical condition and she wasn't ready to talk about it until, you know... Or maybe that's the, the case. I mean, maybe that is the case. Maybe something happened. Because um, doesn't she say, like, when I'm ready to reveal myself and talk about it, blah, blah, blah. What does she say? Uh, uh, she says, I mean, the words that she actually used in this post were, um, I'm determined to make 2018 amazing and I want to share things with you along the way. And when I'm ready to get in front of the camera, I want you all to understand why I might look a bit different. It's very cryptic. I'm very curious about it. Um, I've heard, you know, I, I, I had a friend text me the picture yesterday and said, what do you think is actually going on? And the speculations that she included were, do you think maybe she had a stroke? Hmm. Which I thought was an interesting place to go. Um, because it's like you you see this picture of her and she looks... Like you've always seen her. Yeah, I don't see anything different. I mean, now that said, like, you know, she's uh, it's just a casual photo. But the woman there said she didn't look that different. Right. What I'm saying is I can't see her face up close. I mean, it's, you know. But if you have 40 to 50 stitches in your face, you that's going to leave a little mark. And that's going to take a while to heal. Right. Like it wouldn't be she wouldn't from a November fall in the beginning of December her face wouldn't be fully healed from something like that. Yeah, It's so fascinating to me. I don't know. I guess yeah. hopefully, um, you know, I don't know. To me, it seems like why would you even make a, uh, why would you make something out of it if you don't want people to pay attention to it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just odd. I will tell you, I ran in yesterday when I got that text and I saw that picture and I ran in and I said to Lori, something's up. And Lori goes, my spidey senses were tingling about this. Oh, interesting. So right. Lori, no doubt, has theories. Well, I'm sure she does. And I'm sure she'll share them with you. During all you the need, Lori and Julia all show. All you need to do is ask, which follows us, by the way. Now, when we come back, uh, we gotta we have to make another trip to Perv Corner. I was hoping that in 2018 we wouldn't find ourselves oh, no. there again, but that's where we're going. But there's some good news. There's good news. Okay, good. My Talk 107.